Welcome to the Thinking Differently podcast, where we explore the new horizons of our rapidly changing world. I'm Rod Collins, your host for today's podcast. As technological innovations continue to transform the rules for how successful businesses work, we challenge business leaders to rethink how they remain competitive in a digitally transformed marketplace. For more than a year now, our lives have been disrupted by an unwanted invisible enemy. When the pandemic is over and we eventually return to normalcy, we are likely to come out of this experience with a firm resolve that this must never happen again. Hopefully, the sense of urgency that will spring from this resolve will open our eyes to the far more serious public health crisis that has been hidden in plain sight, a digitally primitive healthcare system. One of the most disturbing facts about dealing with pandemics is that there has been little innovation in battling invisible enemies. In speaking about the SARS epidemic of 2003, Dr. Anne Shukat, Principal Director of the CDC, noted, The only tools we had to control SARS were the ones we've had for hundreds of years. In other words, the tools used to fight pandemics in the agrarian age are the same ones we are using in the digital age. How can this be? when we supposedly have the most advanced medical technology in the world? The answer is rather simple. The healthcare industry is a woeful laggard in embracing the digital revolution. While our physicians and hospitals may have state-of-the-art digital machines, none of these machines are connected, thus depriving us of the sophisticated data analytics that are commonplace in other industries. The reason it is so difficult to follow the science is that we are woefully lacking in meaningful, comprehensive data. The troublesome fact is that despite being the most consequential industry from a human life perspective, the healthcare industry may very well be the least digitally transformed industry in the world. If we want pandemics to never happen again, we will need a moonshot project to digitally transform the fundamental practice of healthcare. And when we accomplish this transformation, there will be no need to default to system one thinking or command and control strategies, because we are likely to build a powerful digital network that will be capable of doing system two thinking at system one speeds. We know this because a similar transformation that we now take for granted has already radically changed how we get from here to there. In the 1990s, if you were commuting to work or embarking on a long-distance trip 
You relied upon experts to guide you through your journey. Airborne reporters provided regular traffic reports and suggested alternative routes every 10 minutes on local radio stations. For the most part, these frequent reports were very helpful. However, because airplanes and helicopters can't be everywhere at once, traffic reports sometimes missed an accident on the other side of town or advised of a slowdown that had already cleared up. Similarly, before setting out on a long-distance trip, people would visit their local automobile clubs where staff would prepare customized booklets to map out the best routes for completing their journeys. While these maps were useful for trip navigation, they understandably were incapable of providing real-time information about traffic conditions. Despite these glitches, people were appreciative and understood that the traffic experts were providing us with the best information that was humanly possible at the time. Today, airborne traffic reporters and customized automobile club booklets are obsolete as the individual experts have been replaced by artificial intelligence applications. The most popular app is Google Maps, which is used regularly by over a billion users. Real-time data analytics derived from a digital information network have supplanted expert observations to provide a far superior navigational experience. This game-changing application is possible because mobile phones are interconnected into a global network that expands the volume of data stocks and accelerates the velocity of data flows far beyond the capacity of the single human brain. As this data is continually collected, the network uses sophisticated AI algorithms to recognize traffic patterns and traffic volumes to provide a comprehensive picture of actual road conditions, as well as automated, customized alternative routes when traffic warrants. Google Maps is, in effect, a limitless brain that has the capacity to view the state of the entire world's traffic in real time. It is also an example of how digital transformation makes it possible to do System 2 thinking at System 1 speeds. If we can build a System 2 framework to radically transform how we navigate traffic, why can't we use this framework to build a similar capability to change the way we practice medicine? While the healthcare challenge will certainly be greater than traffic navigation, the technological and organizational building blocks already exist. All we need is the will to think differently. If we want to make sure what we are experiencing in this pandemic never happens again, and more importantly, if we would like to make a viable attempt 
to forever rid the world of future pandemics. Thinking differently means leaders in the healthcare industry will need to become gardeners in the new world of digital medicine that will soon become possible when everything is connected by the Internet of Things. If you are a fan of the science fiction TV series Star Trek, you may remember the tricorder. This was a futuristic gadget that could instantly collect bodily information and diagnose medical conditions just by holding the appliance close to a patient's body. At the time, this magical device seemed like an unlikely fantasy because most of us could not conceive how this small handheld contraption could scan an entire body's organic parts. Today, this gadget is a reality. Fifty years ago, we lived in an analog world where sensors were not part of our day-to-day lives. And the digital technologies we take for granted today were beyond the realm of our imaginations. Only a rare visionary such as Gene Roddenberry, Star Trek's creator, could foresee a world of prolific sensors that could rapidly transmit volumes of data to be analyzed and processed by small devices. Unfortunately, when it comes to healthcare, this vision is still a future possibility because while most hospitals today are full of smart devices, few of the sensors in these devices communicate with each other. However, this is about to change. According to the recently published report by Great Britain's National Health Service, the title of the report, Preparing the Healthcare Workforce to Deliver the Digital Future. Also known as the Topol Review, after its principal author, Eric Topol, the American cardiologist and author of several books on the future of medicine, the report describes how the practice of healthcare will be dramatically transformed once the sensors in devices and in people are fully connected via the Internet of Things. In this new world of digital medicine, the Internet of Things will be able to warn patients at home via Amazon's Alexa or on a smartphone of blood clots before impending strokes or heart attacks. Senses linked to electronic medical records will allow the Internet of Things to quickly diagnose a patient's likely physical state to assist emergency medical personnel and expedite treatment. Skin patches will capture vital data, measuring heart rate, food consumption, and other factors, and will communicate this information to patients and providers through third-party apps. And these apps, using sensor data, will become vital conduits of healthcare providing reliable instant diagnoses. Rather than waiting for the presentation of symptoms, the Internet of Things will recognize the weak signals of cellular anomalies, 
notify both patients and doctors through apps, and even set up doctor appointments. As the Internet of Things matures and fully integrates with advances in biogenetics, it may automatically correct the medical malady and notify both patient and doctor of the aborted illness. Digital healthcare technologies will have the potential to empower individuals to be more directly informed about their care. For example, genomics is likely to provide more accurate diagnoses of genetics-based diseases, allowing individuals to know their likelihood of developing one of these diseases and to take proactive steps to better manage their health. Advances in sensors and in wearables will make it possible to bring diagnostics closer to patients. And the proliferation of bodily sensors in particular will enable a new generation of medical procedures, such as liquid biopsies that identify circulating tumor DNA in blood and other bodily fluids to better detect and monitor cancer. Perhaps most promising is the expanding capability of genomics to make corrections to an individual's DNA that could lead to cures for previously untreatable maladies. This will be possible because genomic editing and synthetic biology will provide us with the tools to write as well as read genomic information. The Topol Review exhorts healthcare experts to recognize that we are at a critical junction in medical history with the convergence of multiple transformative technologies that will usher in the new age of digital medicine. Genomics, biosensors, artificial intelligence, and robotics. These emerging technologies will have a major impact on both what healthcare is and how it is delivered, as the fusion of these digital applications enables a more holistic approach to both personalized healthcare and population health management. Until now, the major roles in healthcare delivery have been individual doctors, nurses, and pharmacists who are generally trained in highly compartmentalized specialties. The Topol Review sensibly points out that this is likely to change because as healthcare becomes more data intensive and artificial intelligence becomes more proficient at instantaneously processing large volumes of disparate and complex data, the new digital medicine will require a more cross-functional approach that includes data scientists, computer scientists, engineers, and bioinformaticians. This highlights the new reality that digital medicine is indeed both digital and medicine. Accordingly, the report asserts that there will be an increasing demand for healthcare practitioners to become digitally literate and that within 20 years, 
90% of all jobs in healthcare will require some element of digital skills. In particular, practitioners will need to keep up with advances in artificial intelligence and robotics because these new technologies are likely to change the roles of both clinical and administrative staff over the next two decades. While the report highlights the certainty of technology-driven role disruption with the addition of new digital specialists and the elimination of most administrative staff via automation, the report assumes that the traditional medical roles, especially physicians, will remain relatively constant. While innovations in AI, genomics, and robotics may introduce amazing new tools and treatments, the report does not contemplate that any of these developments will alter the reality that in the end, the physician is the final arbiter of intelligence in the complex knowledge-intensive field of healthcare. In other words, whatever technology innovations may come our way, doctors are expected to remain in charge of dispensing health care. However, while this may be the preference of the physicians who guided the report, is this likely to be the reality? Or is it more likely that the historical role of these high priests of health care might also be significantly disrupted by digital transformation? A look inside an industry radically disrupted in the early days of the digital revolution may provide insight into the answer to these questions. In the 1980s through the 1990s, music industry executives were ecstatic when a whole generation of consumers replaced their vinyl album collections with superior quality compact discs. The CD appeared to be the proverbial golden goose that would keep on giving. After nearly a century, the industry appeared to have mastered the challenge of creating the perfect record album. If you were one of the high priests of the music industry in the last decade of the 20th century, your business fortunes were looking very favorable. But advances in digital technology can spawn unexpected events. As the music industry soon found out, in 2001, an unknown college student working in his dorm room created the file-sharing platform Napster, and large numbers of music lovers started swapping digital songs over the internet. Despite managing to have Napster shut down, the industry completely failed to preserve the dominance of its long-standing business model. Digitization could not be confined to the compact disc, and connected consumers meant that the power to distribute music was no longer the province of the high priest of music. Digitization had changed the basic rules for how the music industry worked. In the coming decade, two far-reaching events will mean that we are likely to see a similar change 
in the way that healthcare works. The connection of all humans and things via a common digital network will accelerate both the quantity and quality of healthcare data. Meanwhile, the proliferation of human collective intelligence via sophisticated artificial intelligence systems will radically transform how intelligence works in the healthcare system. The traditional healthcare system is designed to leverage the individual intelligence of the physician. Healthcare data and information is typically gathered and processed by individual health specialists whose judgments and opinions steer the course of patient treatments. This is also likely to change with the development of AI systems capable of making rapid and accurate diagnoses from the collective intelligence garnered from information gathered by the Internet of Things. Amir Hussein, the author of The Salient Machine, The Coming Age of Artificial Intelligence, makes the point that AI is not just another technology. It is a new form of intelligence. With its vast capacity to store information and its ability to rapidly process and retrieve information at the speed of Google searches, AI doesn't need to engage in the heuristic system one shortcuts that are prevalent in all human professions. Medical doctors, like all other professional experts, are prone to construct mental narratives based upon their individual and shared experiences. However, these narratives, while useful most of the time, can often get in the way of accurate diagnoses. For example, a recent study from the Oregon Research Institute found that an algorithm was more effective at diagnosing cancer than a group of doctors and outperformed even the single best doctor. With its almost limitless data capacity, AI is far more capable of thinking statistically and holistically and thus is able to weigh the relative content of multiple perspectives in a matter of seconds. This is how AI is able to do System 2 thinking at System 1 speeds. Should this happen, the locus of intelligence in the healthcare industry will shift from the individual intelligence of healthcare experts to the collective intelligence of AI systems. Digitization is likely to radically change the basic rules for how the healthcare industry works. It could also transform the tools we use to manage future pandemics. Rather than defaulting to System 1 thinking and authoritarian mandates based on centuries-old tools to manage the social interaction of whole populations, the combination of the Internet of Things and artificial intelligence could provide us with new digital tools that would allow us to trust the evidence of data 
over the opinions of experts and to use a network to defeat a network. These network tools would include sensors inside our bodies that could immediately identify the presence of a new virus at its origin. Data analytics that could instantly access the risk calculation of the pathogen. Biogenetic applications that could possibly extinguish the virus. Or customize risk mitigation guidance for individuals if needed. Additional tools might include online apps that could provide access to personal risk assessment tools and real-time data on the all-important actual number of infections, as well as the true asymptomatic recovery and mortality rates. Another important value of the digital transformation of healthcare is that we would no longer be dependent upon hardware to manage future possible pandemics. We are already hearing calls for the stockpiling of tests and equipment needed to be prepared for the next novel infectious disease. Despite such preparedness, however, we would still face the challenge of providing the most important hardware in the war against a future invisible enemy, vaccines. Developing vaccines and manufacturing hundreds of millions of doses takes precious months or even years and is only possible after a new virus has presented itself. Digital medicine could be a game changer because the primary remedial protocols might shift from hardware to software, reducing the time for effective treatment from years or months to days or hours. The integration of sensors and biogenetics would make software treatment protocols a real possibility. Connecting all the data in healthcare into a single global network could mean that there would never be another pandemic again. We just need to think differently and be willing to engage in what is clearly a moonshot project. Such an endeavor will certainly be difficult and challenging. But as President Kennedy urged us, when he boldly challenged a nation to think big, when we envisioned the first moonshot, we do these things not because they are easy, but because they are hard. If we learn anything from the COVID-19 episode, it's that the time for a healthcare moonshot is now. Thanks for listening today. Please join us next week for another episode where we will share more engaging stories about the new rules for successfully leading businesses in a rapidly changing world. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.